You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. It's your boys back again. The Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast with your boys, Cinnamon and Sugar. Where is time, Gary? Ooh, fellas. It's, it's <laughs> you know, where is time? He, he decides not to get on because the Lakers are no longer around, so he has no reason to get on anymore. So uh, it's well, typical you time. You're going to hate me because I'm I'm going to be some very similar to time. It has been bothering me. I got to get this off my chest, Gary. I I need you to tell me what has Ja Morant did for them to suspend him for whatever amount of games that they're talking about suspending him. I'm I, I I'm trying my best to not to talk about Ja like Tom talks about uh, LeBron James, but this is ridiculous, Gary. It it bothers me because I kind of. You tell me what the difference is of Ja Morant uh, flashing this uh, weapon or him just flashing alcohol bottles, not appearing to be drunk, just flashing alcohol bottles. You tell me what he didn't break any rules, didn't break any laws, Gary, none. But you're telling me that I'm going to get suspended for X amount of games. It makes no sense. Make it make sense, Gary. Make it, it make sense. It makes zero sense. And I'm hoping because, again, this is why we have a PA. The PA fights it for him because, to me, this is an unjust, will be an unjust suspension. There should be no way that they can justify suspending him when he did nothing wrong. He didn't get in trouble with the law. There's been literally nothing he did illegally. It just posting a picture because you don't like a picture of a gun again i i saw the players posting where uh uh what was it um draymond green was at the gun range shooting with his gun in a picture of him shooting a gun at the gun range there's pictures of of players of basketball football all of them included going to the military and shooting guns at the military stuff too, but because it's his own gun in his personal car, he gets suspended for it. It makes zero sense. Uh, the PA has to step in and defend him. And to me, it's an unjust suspension. And if, if I'm him, I might be suing because of that, because I think it's outrageous. Okay. This is what's even better though. This is what even, this, this is what really drives me crazy here. This is what really drives me crazy. There's a lot of sports analysts out there or commentators or people that talk about the sport that says John ja Morant needs a change of scenery because it's Memphis. Well, they have a point in Memphis, but no, I'm kidding. Uh, but you see I, what I'm saying, though? Like yeah. is, he, They're making it seem like it's the city that has this young man doing the things that he's doing, but he doesn't even live in that part of the city no it's for it's it to even affect him that much it's it's not the city what, like, what are we reaching for here gear how do we help this young man how do we help him um you have to have somebody close to him that he can trust and sit down and talk to him i think that's the only way otherwise he's not going to understand it um because i think that's you got to have somebody that he truly tr- – I think his father needs to step in. His, I know his dad's a big person in his life at his games and all that kind of stuff. His dad needs to sit down because I guarantee he's going to listen to his dad and understand, and he's going to learn from that because that's the thing is he can't keep 
he's not doing anything legal, but again, as a public image, he's destroying himself as a as public image. Gear, look here, man. I'm if if his father didn't help him the after the first one, uh, as far as like a influential figure in his life, then I don't think that that's that's gonna help him moving forward. I think there's something else there. I'm not saying that uh, there's issues there. I'm not saying that at all. All I'm saying is, is that there's certain people that you listen to in certain situations, and there's other. This is a classic case, Gary, and this is the God on the truth. This is a classic case of you don't know what I'm going through because you've never been to this level before, and and some can be said about that because you know a lot of people hadn't been to this level, so. You don't know what's accepted and what's not acceptable. And it all depends on what people think of you because there's other basketball players that have done the same thing and it just don't bat an eye, never makes the news, and we never talk about it. But then there's other players that make the news. I, I just don't understand why there's such a drastic change depending on the player and, and what they mean to their franchise. Yeah, I, I think it's just because it's a superstar is the only reason why it's such a big deal. And I don't think if it, if it was just uh, a random person on their team, I don't think it would be an issue. I don't think anybody would care. It wouldn't be news. But the fact that it's the superstar of a team, uh, I think that's the stigma that they're going to put on them. They're going to put all this stuff that, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that, all that. I just, again, he's done nothing illegal. I don't think that he should be suspended. I think they're reaching. I'm hoping the PA steps up for him and does something because I think it's just, it's unjust. Okay. That's, that's, that's all I wanted to make sure. I didn't know if we were on the same page or not. And and I understand that there's kids out there that look up to, to Ja. And I know that, um, you know, there's there's adults and there's other people that look up to him. But at the same time, like, w- I feel like we as young people are allowed to make mistakes and learn from those mistakes. And it doesn't necessarily have to cost us an astral uh, amount of money because it's it's normal in life. It's, it's just weird to me. I, I get it. But I'm, I'm, I know you got some stuff you want to talk about, Gary. I'm not going to keep the podcast up about John Moran and sound like time talks about, you know, LeBron James. But go ahead, bro. Had yeah, to get so that off my chest. I want to go back to the question that I asked last week before we left. I want to dive into it a little bit. Um, last week we talked about the second chances. Like, do, do people deserve second chances and all that kind of stuff? And as we were talking, it just led to me thinking about – uh, the whole situation, because I think we brought up Chris Benoit type stuff, like and like there's levels to if you deserve a second chance in life in general. Like if you're in jail, if you kill somebody, do you deserve a second chance? I would say no. If it's like a murder, if it's now if it's self defense, there's difference type stuff. Now it brought to like if you brought like Chris Benoit or a mass shooter or anything like that, if that was a family member or a close friend that you grew up with and you've known your whole life and they do something so tragic or so bad like that situation, how can you go about, I guess, mourning that person's loss and remembering the life that they had without everybody else jumping down your throat because of what the negative thing, the one negative thing they did that was so terrible. But 
and just wipe away all the positive that has done in your life or affected you throughout your life? How do you go about, how do you mourn that person? How do you, how do you remember that person without everybody just jumping down your throat on the negative stuff? Okay. That's a tough one. That's a, that's, it's a real tough one. You gave us a week to think about it. Uh, and after thinking about it, it's so tough. Time didn't show up to answer. That's, that's, that's why, that's why, that's how I know that it's tough. Cause time didn't want to be the one to answer this question. And I'm not sure if he has, like, if he's gone through anything like this or anything similar, but I've had a few things that, I mean, it wasn't like my best friend or like really close friends, but I'm I'm one of those guys, Gary. I'm rocking with you to the end, man. I I know that you've made some horrible decision. You made a horrible decision uh, at that particular time. My thought my thought process would be, is like I would want to get in your head. Like, what was he thinking? Like, how did I miss this? And I would end up blaming myself and all that. But no, nah, I'm there. Like, if it regardless of what you do or how you do it, if it was like kind of like a one off thing. You know what I'm saying? And there's no pattern there, then yeah, I'm I'm there for you. But if there's a pattern there, then I chose to stick around anyway. Well, how do you how do you mourn like if somebody Oh, now if see something that's the happened thing. like that? How do you well, mourn now here's the thing, though. people? Here's the thing, here's the thing now, Gary. Here's the thing. Everything is private though. Everything has to be private because so it, it, it kind of goes back to when we was talking about like, hey, you know, how close to the family do you have to be in order to ask them like, Hey, you know, how did this person die? Well, you would think that if it wasn't anything bad and how they died, whether it's drunk driving, uh, suicide, something like that, something that's like, uh, that has a negative connotation to it. Everybody usually tell you like, Oh, you know, it was medical. It was something like that. But when they don't say anything, you just like, Oh, there's something that happened there. And they just ain't telling people. Um, so with that being said, again, you just got to keep it private. That's the only way that you can mourn said um, friend or family member. Because the minute you go public, Gary, is when everybody's free to judge you. And rightfully so, because you put yourself in that public situation. All right. So, like, how do you, like, okay, say somebody comes to your house and you have a picture of that person in the house with you and stuff like that. And people take a picture of that and post that. How do you go about that? Are you not allowed to have any memory of that person? Because See, like you say in private and that would be in private. So say I had something in my house, they came over, somebody came over and didn't like it. Now, oh, why do they have that picture? People do that crap all the time. Like, it's yeah. just like, how, so, how do you go about that? You're not allowed to have anything of that person to remember them by. It's, it's a, that's a, that's an interesting conversation again, Gary, because when, when we, when we talked about this, I, I was thinking back, I was like, Hmm, have I, I've never had anything happen like this, but I have had a conversation with uh, a player, which is um, one of the Pouncey twins, because obviously, you know, that they was really, really close to Aaron Hernandez. And when all that stuff kind of happened, you know, I, I obviously wasn't around on the team with them when it happened, but uh, talking to them about it, they was like, yeah, you know, that was my boy. Like they I, they had a nickname for him that they called him or whatever, but they were really, really close. And I said, dude, you know, they went to the funeral. They they, they did all those things. And, and they were just like, dude, like we don't know, you know, 
we were really good friends in college. We kept up, but obviously you don't know everything that's going on with everybody. But when you're that close, Gary, like you and I, like I'm, I'm just remember whatever you do affects me. So if you're going to leave me and <laughs> some shit, then, you know, at least like let your boy know on the way out. Like, Hey man, <laughs> but yeah, that's, 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 you definitely have to do it in private. I'm, I'm interested to hear what you got to say though. Yeah. Like, but also with that, like, do you think, cause how do you deal with like, if you go to the funeral and people, are going to criticize you for going to the funeral of somebody too, if they did something like that. Well, see, well, here's the thing, Gary, like, that's why I said it has to be private because people that, yeah, but a funeral's your, not private. Your picture, you, you, what if you are doing it private, you go to the funeral, you have the picture at your house, but somebody comes over and sees it, doesn't like it, post something. Now your private becomes public. Yeah. It's, that's a, it's 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 tough Gary. it's tough like i you just so people know how or who people were to certain people you know what i'm saying so like i don't think that they'll come in and question any of that because of they know the relationship obviously whenever i do anything gear <laughs> whenever i do it i'm not saying that i do anything a lot you gonna hear about it. Like when I went on Good Morning Football and I said what I said, I'm, I'm pretty sure your phone was blowing up. That's usually how it happens because everybody know your relationship with that person. So if they know that your relationship is that close, I don't feel like that you have to take anything down. You're not supporting the act that that person did. You're supporting that person before the act. This is who this person was to me. I hate that this person is this person to the world but to me, this person pulled me out of some pr pretty bad places. It, he put me or she put me in a, a very positive mindset at the time. You know, maybe they was going through something. And then this was that big change to hit, flip that switch to turn that person into the person that they were that now the world knows. Not the one that I knew leading up to that point. And, and, and because of that, I owe that person that last visit regardless of what the turmoil is that's surrounding said de their death. You see what I'm saying? Correct. Correct. So, uh, I guess I'm somewhat right with, I'm saying somewhat with you and somewhat not with you. I think that you do what you want to do. You don't worry about anybody else. If you want to honor them in some certain way, you do it. Because again, like you said, it depends how close you are because it, I would tie this to the whole conversation we had when it came to, uh, like separating the artist, uh, from the person. Yeah. So it'd be the same thing. Se separating what, what? The, the incident from the person. Like people don't see people like, Oh, I'm not ever going to listen to R Kelly or Michael Jackson music again. I will 1000% listen to both of them because I can separate the art from the person. I can separate the person I knew from the incident that they did that could have been terrible. That's a different person. I, I don't know that person. I know every per all of the person before that. It's two separate in incidents or, I guess, uh, people in that aspect. So you should be able to separate. Now, everybody else may not, but you personally can separate it because you're, you're on that close of a relationship with that person. That's uh, yeah, mine's it's 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 tough. I know, but 
again, who who is anybody else to tell me how to how to mourn somebody or something that they have no idea about this person, but other than one negative aspect, like you said, that person could have got me out of dark times in my life. They could have helped me get on the right path, all that kind of stuff. You have no idea what that person's meant to me just because they did something terrible. Doesn't mean I can't mourn this person. Now, like you said, you can still do it privately and all that stuff. Cause you're not going to, you're not going to flaunt it where, if somebody was, if there was victims or there was some other reason, other thing out there, you're not going to do it so that they get, they get affected too, but you have a right to mourn yourself as well. I got a question for you, Gary. I'm a bird walk a little bit. I know I'm, I'm a bird walk a little bit, but do you judge people based on how they treat you or how they treat other people? Me. Okay. All right. Because I'm not around them and treating other people. So I have no idea how they treat other people. Even it's if you was mouth. around them, even if they was around, even if you was around so them. So if they, I was around them, if they were treating them negative, I would call them out on it. Like if they're not okay. treating somebody right, I want them to treat other people how they treat me. In retro, in as certain aspects, like I don't want D, I don't want you treating people like you treat me because people can't handle the jokes me and you throw at each other. <laughs> so I don't want people to get pissed or upset and calling the PC police because me and you aren't PC towards each other. That's just not who we are. That's not our relationship. As everybody saw from the Amazing Race, we we run off of negative reinforcement. We go at each other's throats, and that's how we do better. That's just I, how it works but, for us. Uh, I don't want is, you doing that to other people. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell. I do have to say this though. I'm gonna tell you something that Gary and I have, like, I, I it just kind of happened. We and and I'm only pointing it out because it just kind of happened. We have matured enough to where if there's people in our lives that we can't talk to, we tell the other person to talk to them because we know that it's not gonna go well. <laughs> Correct. That has happened between us. Hey, I, I can't deal with this. You handle it because if I deal with it, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna and be we bad. know we know okay. All right, we got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's no question. There's no like we don't even ask why. We just like, okay. All right, we got it. <laughs> That's maturity. That's maturity. But um so in that retrospect, I would say I want you to treat people how you if you treat me well, like as a person, I want you to treat people that way, but obviously not throw the jokes. So that it's it's a give and take in that situation. But I think everybody should treat everybody well. You shouldn't treat anybody negatively or anything like that. Well, see, that's that and, and that's that's where I want to get to, Gary. And I and I want to sit here for a while. Because what is treating somebody negative? And 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 this is I, I've gotten this from a lot of people because first impressions are really big. Mm-hmm. But you can't gauge me off of a first impression on how I am with my friends. Yeah. So I think you get you get where I'm yes, going with this. Your your first impression has to be it has to be made not when he's around his, the people he's close to, like his friends and stuff like that, because this can be a different person because uh, th- they they feel comfortable around them. They're going to be act a certain way. Now, if they meet you separately out, if it's just one on one separately, they're going to treat you with respect and all that kind of stuff. Now, they may joke on you if he's with his friends and all that kind of stuff, and you may not be ready for that. And I think that's where the friend aspect comes in, that your first impression should never be taken from 
a group setting if they're with their, a bunch of their friends. Okay. All right. I, I, I'm just, I'm just because everybody's different when they're around their friends versus when they are, if they just met you out in public by themselves straight up, they'd be completely different than they would be meeting you with their friends. So I'm going to be honest. That's guys and girls all around. This is, this is me telling you the truth, Gary. I don't care how you treat other people. Um, I just care how you treat me. And the only reason why I only care about how you treat me, Gary, is because I don't know your relationship with the people that you're treating bad, nor do I care. So if I, I shouldn't have to question you like, man, why you say that to that person? Or why did you do this to this person? And then you say, boy, two weeks ago he did because now I'm mad now. Like, well, damn, why you ain't say nothing? Because I'm ready to fight then. So I don't even ask uh, um, what the relationship is or if there's a relationship there at all because it doesn't matter to me. I know when people ask me, for instance, I know you probably got this a lot, that everybody's just like, man, how is Steve Smith? He's an asshole. Like, how do y'all get along? I'm like, I'm, I'm like, dude, he's a good dude. I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, man, and everybody has an asshole story about Steve Smith. And I'm just like, how? Like, he's a really good guy. Like, he would, would. but then it's because they either catch him around his friends or they catch him with his family. Like, they catch him in these unfavorable situations and want it to be favorable for them, and it doesn't work out that way. So it's it's very interesting because he gets that, persona of being the asshole and i don't think he is warranted but again you know where is it coming from gary because every time somebody says he's a good guy there's always somebody on the in the back like uh-huh uh-huh well i would say it's the same thing with like with you in general like you and steve like you both you like y'all both speak your mind you're not gonna hold things back and people aren't ready for that people don't like that and that that that's our society. People are they get hurt or they get they can't handle the truth or handle confrontation and stuff like that. And like I know you said I know this has happened to Steve as well. If they're out with their family, they don't want to be bothered. They want to enjoy the time with their family. So yeah, they may snap or or give you an attitude that, hey, I'm with my family and not right now, and people don't like that. Because like you said, they want it right now. They want, they don't care about what you have going on. And I think that's what's lost on a lot of people, especially when it comes to athletes. But is, but did I earn the asshole tag, though, Gary? No. Why, why, why do I get the asshole tag, and why am I like the bad guy now? Because Well, the only reason you are is because of people assume you're salty because of uh, Charlotte, which you, you're over that. You were salty for a little bit, and Hold you're up, fine Gary. now. First of all, bro, first of all... <laughs> Where is this coming from? Well, well, now, see, I wasn't salty at... I was salty at the situation. Correct. That, that uh, was it. It wasn't actually at the team. It was the situation no, of how it was, it was the situation. all done. Like, and, but people lump it all together. That's the problem. And again, I'll address this anytime, any place, anywhere. I, I, was, I was upset at the situation because for October, every year, you would celebrate my mom. After she passed, nothing. Like, it was crickets. Nobody said anything. Nobody showed up. But every October, it was somebody out there, somebody saying something. Like, everybody was was celebrating her. And I'm just like, man, you know, it's crazy that they can, they can celebrate her when she's alive and pushing their agenda. But then, you know, when her family or 
friends or relatives need them in terms of just showing their support for her as a human, nobody showed up. And that's what I was upset about. And I, I got so I got dragged so bad, Gary, for saying that about a franchise, about an organization. And everybody was like, man, how dare you talk about my team? And I'm like, I'm not talking about the team. I, well, I am. I'm not. I mean, the team just in general. I'm talking about the organization. That's where I had the issue at. And, and you know, to this day, we still hadn't really had a conversation about it. I'm okay with it. Like, I'm fine. I'm Again, I'm not salty. Gary, you always hit me with that salty tag. <laughs> but I guess I used to be, if that's what you want to say. Well, I'm, I'm saying that's what – no, I said that's what people thought you were salty. And I said you just were yes. salty at the situation that, and how it all went down. And the thing is, you're, you're probably never going to get back the way – ever because the people that were there aren't there anymore. So they're yeah. never going to get that. You're never going to get that apology or anything like that. Yeah. You may get it from the organization, but it won't be from the people that did it. Yeah. And and, and I'm fine with it. I, 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 I really am, man. It doesn't yeah. bother me now at all because, you know, you look back and you see everything that, that happened and you see it from a, a perspective of, you know, everybody was giving me a hard time because it was like, at my job, Nobody does this and nobody does that. And, you know, you can only see things from as high as your perspective will allow you to. So it was it, it I'm, doesn't bother me at all. I'm not salty anymore. Uh, so Carolina Panther fans, y'all can stop coming at me uh, thinking that I'm just mad and just saying things. But what's crazy, Gary, is I'm saying the same exact things that the Panther fans are saying. But I'm salty because of the situation that happened to me, which is wild, bro. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. I think you'll always get, you always get pushback because of the fan base is so dire. It's just in general, any fan but, base but you go that, after them, they go after it. Yeah. But with that being said though, Gary, just real quick, what do you think the Panthers record going to be this year? I'm going to say the good thing they have going for them is their division is trash. Um, I'm going to say they have six or seven wins. Okay. All right. That's all I wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's my guess. <laughs> but I think, honestly, I, I, think, I think everybody in that division is going to have six or seven wins. That division is so bad. Who, who wins the division, though? I think the best odds are Saints. I was going to say, like, okay. I, Saints I don't... have... Okay, you have you have rookie Bryce Young, you have Desmond Ritter, second year player, and you have either Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. Uh, Kyle Trask would be a first time starter. Baker Mayfield would be first time in Tampa, and then you have Derek Carr, who's an established veteran. Still, uh, still, it's not an elite quarterback, but he's a yeah. good quarterback. So you have the opportunity to have somebody that can come in and play right away that you that knows. And has been doing it for for years, so I would say give that to the Saints would have the advantage going in, and they may win I, it with I seven wins. That's wild, Gary. I didn't even. I, is he the answer? If I if I win it in seven wins, if if he gets me to the playoffs, regardless of how I look getting there and why I'm there, if I get you to the playoffs, have I done something? You got him to the playoffs, yeah. You're, 
now now that you you don't really drive anything until you get them somewhere past the past the first round because again like i said that division is going to be bad if you were right. going to right. if you were going to win it in the afc east or the nfc or the no, yeah the afc east or the afc west then you can say something because those those divisions are stacked right okay I, I i'm only saying that because there's there's you know, there's been a lot of talk. There's quarterbacks that are making it to the playoffs and uh, not having like superb records. But you know how that is. I was just, you know. Yeah. No, I don't. Oh, okay. I just wanted to know how you felt about that. I didn't want to be that salty, that salty guy. But what? <laughs> <laughs> what? What else did you have? All right. So you? I got another question for you. Obviously, with Memorial Day. Uh, just that just passed last week. I have a question. Well, well hold on, hold, hold on, Gary, hold on, hold on. Before you, before you, what, what it, we might have the same thing. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, my question is because my dad was looking at some stuff and uh, he saw a picture of this place called Itchitucky. It's a, it's a natural spring down here. I'm trying to get you and your family to come down to go on. Um, it's a crystal clear spring. People float down in all that kind of stuff. He saw a picture on a Saturday where he said there were so many people in the water on floats, you could have walked from one side of the river to the other on the floats without touching the water. That's how many people were there. So my question is, why, and same thing with like on a Monday, people go out to places on Memorial Day during the day, they'll go Hold on, hold on, Gary, hold on, hold on. Okay, let me stop you right there. Let mm-hmm. me stop you right there. Because I, that's not what I thought you, because I, 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 I want to ask you this question. Because I don't know what's the proper way, okay? Because I saw something online, and I felt bad. I, I actually felt awful. I got up on Memorial Day, right? I came downstairs. I fixed me some breakfast or whatever, and I saw Dad. Dad's a vet. I go, happy Memorial Day. He says, thank you. We roll on. No, no problem, no harm, no foul. And so I'm going through social media and they say, hey, you don't say happy Memorial Day to a veteran because that's just like saying happy. Hey, I know you lost your brother day, but how are you? So what's the proper like like do you how do you show respect without showing disrespect? Is that making any sense what I'm trying to say? I think the best way is you just say thank you. But what? But, but Memorial Day is for the ones that we've lost. Correct. So if so you know they lost. The you know they we, lost some somebody. So you just okay. say thank you for everything you've done, and that's basically that, it. So it's it's and had to deal. I don't with think it. you understand what I'm saying. Like oh, Memorial it's, Day it's is to honor die, those that die. we lost. Right. Correct. So why are we talking to the ones that are alive? Because they were affected by the loss of those people. Okay. So I think right. that's why I think the best way is you just say thank you. I don't think you have to say happy, anything like that. It's just a thank you for for everything you've done. That's basically it because the, it's it's thanks them for dealing with the stuff we haven't had. Nobody else had to deal with that doesn't go into war or go into battle or anything like that. It's just thanking them for that and dealing with the loss they may have in, incurred during it all. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. I'm, I I didn't mean to cut you off. I wanted to get that yeah, in. Yeah, you did. But okay. So, was, yeah. You, so, <laughs> My dad said that he showed me. He said there was a picture, and he's, he could walk across. And then 
people were like going out all going out on Memorial Day, going to do all this stuff. Uh, water parks and theme parks were busy, all that kind of stuff. So my question is, why do people wait till the holiday weekend to do anything when you could go any other weekend and it won't be as many people? Like, why are you willing to for that extra day off? Are you willing to deal with an extra twenty thousand people versus? 1,000 could be if you just do a normal weekend and make it a weekend trip. Why does everybody wait for a certain holidays to do certain things where they go out? And I'll give an example. I told my buddy this, and he's like, yeah, it's crazy. I would never do that. That's just dumb. Why do people do that? Not even five minutes later, he says to his, to his girl, he's like, hey, you want to go to the pool? I'm like, why would you go to the pool on Memorial Day when you literally can go on Saturday and Sunday when there's not going to be anybody there? Why are you going to go on the day that everybody's going to be there? It'd be different if you're going by yourself and you're going to meet people. But if you're going with your significant other, you're not going to meet people. You're just going to enjoy the pool. So it blew my mind that he literally just said he makes no sense why people do that. And then he went ahead and did it. I I was dumbfounded. Yeah, so <laughs> Mother's Day. Hey, we're going out to eat. Bad idea. Yeah, bad so idea. I will prime example. Mother's Day. My mom even said, "Now nah, we're not going out to eat Mother's Day. We'll go out to you the next day because there won't be as many people." And that's what we did. And there was nobody out. Right. I even with that being said, Gary. Like I think people go out to actually see other people and be a part of those crowds. Even though they say that they don't want to, like, ah, oh, I gotta go out here and I gotta brave this this traffic, or you're I not go if you're going to I... a theme park though, because you gotta deal with lines, all that kind of stuff. Why do people still do that for theme parks? Yeah, Gary, I do it because I don't truly know the dates. I just be like, hey, let's go, and then we show up, and you're like, dang, why is there so many people here? And you you figure yeah. out this thing. I, d- I did talk to my buddies about it, and some of them they're like, well, people will plan around that those dates because they know they're guaranteed a day off, all that kind of stuff. And they don't have to use a day off. So they'll plan trips around it. But I'm like, for the That's convenience the factor, if I'm going to a theme park or something, I'm going to plan to take a day off and not go when it's going to be a holiday, knowing it's going to be packed just because I would not want to wait in lines. Plus I don't like people. So like, I don't like being around a lot of people. That's not something that's yeah. fun for me. So like, I guess it's hard for me to understand it because like in my head, I'm like, why would you want to go be around a bunch of people that you don't know? Yeah, because you hadn't been around a bunch of people in a while, though, Gary. That's the thing. I don't enjoy the, it. <laughs> I don't want to I, be. I understand you don't enjoy it, but what I'm saying is is that this is your opportunity to take advantage of free fun, if you will. I mean, you're, you're, you're normally, when you go out and you go to dinner, you got to pay for dinner anyway. But now imagine going out to dinner and people watching, if that's something that you like doing, because there are going to be people everywhere. It the the one holiday that blows my mind, Gary. That and to this day, it does not make any sense to me. You know what day that is that people go out on? And like, why on Cinco de Mayo everybody go have Mexican? Like, you know, on I, it it burn it eats me up, Gary. That on like we could let's go the day before, let's go the day after. The food gonna taste the same. It's gonna taste the absolute same. So let's just not 
brave the lines on Cinco de Mayo. Let's just go the day before or the day after. Why do you want it on this day? You see what I'm saying? It, it, That's it the one no, that get me. Yeah, it makes no sense. I don't understand the whole thing. Like you can still celebrate something not be on the same yeah. day. And that's the thing that kills yes. me because it just, I don't know. I'm not a fan of the crowds. I don't, I don't understand why yeah, people would you, go. I would never go to Itchitukne on a holiday weekend. I don't care. No matter, even if I had, if I had to take time, I'm taking time a different time off and I'm going, I'm not going to just like go because I get one day off anyways. No, I'm not dealing with the, that, that time and people. Well, I'm going to give you an example though, Gary. I'm going to give you an example. Now, now this may be different because it's a special event, but you'll get concept-wise what I'm trying to do here. You can go to Times Square anytime you get ready, man. Anytime you get ready. But on New Year's, when the ball drop, it's not the same Times Square you would get if you went to Times Square when it's not the ball drop. You get what I'm saying? So no, I, I agree. If, if you're going, if you're going I, for the people, then yes, all means do okay. it. But if you're not okay. going to meet people and hang out with people, why do you do it? I don't understand. Oh, I get what you're saying. That's all. Because I can understand if you're going to do like a hang out with people and all that kind of stuff. But if you're not going to do it with people, like I don't understand why. It just doesn't make sense in my head. Yeah, and 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 it, nor should it because that's not your cup of tea. <laughs> um. And then my last question, let me find it real quick because I had to put it in here. It was, oh, yes. So did you see the the video and story of the the high school graduate kid that jumped from a cruise ship and they never found yeah, him? Yeah, I'm not, I don't want to talk about this because I don't want people to dislike how I feel about this situation. Oh, no, we're talking about it. So my question would be, with the whole thing, the whole story, kid jumped off after he graduated. They were on a, a, a ship, with a cruise ship in the Bahamas with their high school class after they graduated. His friends dared him to jump. He jumped. So it's a two-part question. Do, do the friends, should they be charged for uh, daring him to jump and stuff? And the second one is, because you see it all the time, People have remorse or they're like, oh, I feel sorry for him and all that kind of, and his family, all that kind of stuff. Do you have any remorse for people that do stupid things and get stupid results in general? That's why I said people are not going to like my response to these questions, Gary, because you want me to go first. I want, I'll take that. I'll I, take the brunt yeah, of it. I don't go, care. Go, 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 I have yeah. zero remorse for people that do stupid things and get stupid results. I don't care. I understand that. Hey, he was 18. Whatever. If you're that, if you're that easy to peer pressure to do something dumb, you know, 99% of the chance you're not going to survive. So be it. And I talked to some of my friends about this. They said uh, their their definition was Darwinism at its finest. <laughs> um, but no, like it's just a to me, like if you're going to do something dumb, you have to be able to reap it, and people should stop feeling sorry for the people because they were, they were, did something dumb. Like it's, that's on them. You shouldn't feel sorry for them. You shouldn't do all that. Like just doesn't make sense. You can have, I guess it's empathy. I don't have that empathy 
for people that do some things. Just like I have no remorse for somebody if they OD on drugs. Like, I just don't. You did it to yourself. I'm sorry. Damn, Gary. If, if I, You're doing it to yourself. You chose that path. You have to reap what you sow. It's the same thing everybody says. You reap the rewards of anything you do. That's what you're doing. If you ha- If something happens, then that's on you. Why should okay. I have any care about of that if you do that to yourself? Okay. Why should I we're why should we feel sorry for them, all that type of stuff? We we're gonna save that conversation for next week, Gary. But this one right here, as far as feeling remorse for this young man that jumped off this boat. Gary, I I need I don't have enough information, okay? Cause I I have been trying my best to think of what can be on the other side of that dare to get me to jump off. What is this like? Three stories, four stories? No, as a, it, it's higher than that. If it's a if it's a cruise ship, usually it's higher. Right, than that. right, right. Into the water, like at night. At night. Not only is it at night, Gary, but I don't think he thought about how he was gonna get back up. No life jacket. He just jumped in with nothing, Gary. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't. I, I. It's not that I have any remorse. Like I, there's some things in life where I've seen, and I'm just like, you know what? He, he, he asked for that one. He asked for that one. And I think this is one of those situations where he asked for it. You know, you have some people come off the top rope and say, hey. You know, some people, we talked earlier, Gary, that maybe this was his one-off. You think he's done stupid dares like this before and didn't have to pay for it, and then this is very similar to that nurse's story where he jumped off and then, like, this, like something actually happened to him. Or you think this is, like, you see what I'm saying? Because this could have so, been an accident. Yeah, so l- l- let, me, let me clarify how I feel if it was me. I don't want anybody to feel sorry for me if I went bungee jumping and died bungee jumping, because I've been bungee jumping, I've, that's something dumb. I've done it. Like if I died during, don't feel remorse for me. I chose that. Don't don't feel sorry. I I chose what I did, and I reaped the benefit of what I did, knowing that it's a risky situation. I still did it. Don't feel sorry for me. Okay. You don't Gary. have to feel sorry. Uh-uh, That'd be my uh-uh, thing. Uh uh-uh. uh. You you're thinking about this all the wrong way, Gary. You're thinking about this all the wrong way. I'm going to tell you, I used to think that rock climbing was like a really ridiculous or freebasing like buildings and stuff with your hands. I used to think that was like a really gnarly sport. And if you fail or did anything like that, it was one of those things where I pointed at it and was like, hey, man, you asked for that. You asked for that because you, you shouldn't be out there doing it. Well, I don't know if you saw it, Gary. Have you seen 88 Minutes? I think that's what it's called. Uh, what What's it about? Well, the the guy was going or she was going rock climbing and she ended up having to cut her arm off. No, it was a guy, James up... Franco. Yeah, it's 24. Uh, it was, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think it was, yeah, uh, yeah. it wasn't 88 Minutes. It was something else, though. But 44 yes. Minutes or 28 Some, hours. Something, I think it was like t- something, uh, something hours. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was out there or whatever. Yeah. He ended up gnawing his arm off or whatever. After watching that and watching what that guy went through, I was like, bro, that's 
first of all, he was phenomenal at what phenomenal at what he did, but just getting stuck there in that rock and just the way the things kind of played out for him and how he fought for his life. It was fascinating because like accidents do happen. Like you just assume that they swinging from like rock to rock carelessly, not putting in the attention to detail, the effort, stuff like that. So when you hear about things like this, you just automatically think that they was negligent. And because of their negligence, they so they asked for this. Yes and no, because like you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but there's yeah, no, no negligence there. Yeah, but it's the same thing with uh same thing with bungee jumping. Bungee jump, you're probably not going to have anything happen unless something happens with the rope. And But it's not like I still – it would never happen to me if I didn't do it. I put myself in that position knowing there's a risk something could go wrong. It's the same thing – everything you, that you do, I, though, Gary. But, but not extreme like that. that I, I'm saying there's extremes. Like, yes, you get in a car, you put a risk. But an extreme of fr- free climbing without ropes – that's extreme. Bungee jumping, skydiving is extreme. There's a chance your bu- your chute doesn't open or the bungee doesn't grab. Like there's a chance it breaks. Like you know that, and you know there's no coming back from it. Like you know, okay, you may get in a car accident, but most of the time it may just be a fending bender or something like that. It can be fatal, but it's not every time. If you, 99% of the time, if you fall rock climbing without being, free climbing or bungee snaps or a parachute doesn't open, you're dying 99% yeah. of the time. There's a few, there's your instance, but we don't talk about the one instance or the one offs because it's the, the, it's the majority is you're dead. And you know that going in, you still choose to do it. There's a difference. Just like he knows jumping in the water, the chances of me surviving aren't very good. He still chose to do it. I don't understand what kind of, Dare was it though, Gary? Like that's what I, I it, it had to have been, been a, a regular dare. dare. It could have had to have been a triple dog dare. <laughs> you know what, Gary? I hate you, bro. I hate you, bro. I hate you. But bro. no, like I, no, I, really I don't do. know how you, you just you, ruined this podcast, he, man. Well, we no. go, we on to something. <laughs> to me, there had to been alcohol involved. I know they're only eighteen. They're not going to say there was alcohol involved, but there's no way in your right mind you just jump off a cruise ship. Because again, like you said, how are you getting back on? I it still blows my mind though, Gary. Like this is like this is like the ultimate white people shit, bro. Like nobody just it doesn't matter. How you you're not understanding what I'm saying though, Gary. Like just think about this, bro. Like at what age is it? Do you feel like it's like if somebody's like, I bet you won't. I bet you will. I bet you won't. Like what was on the line for this young man to jump out there? Like, how much was his life worth? How much was his life life worth in that dare when he made that dare is what I want to know. I would say it's however many clicks his friends got for posting the video. That's what it was worth. Because that's all that they got. He got nothing, and that's what they got. And that's the bad yeah. thing. It was probably all for a video, which is the stupidest thing. Again, I know if you, I know you probably didn't, you may have seen there was a streamer that died because he streamed himself drinking a ton of alcohol and he killed and he got alcohol poison and died on the stream or right after it, not on it, but afterwards because he drank too much. But he did it for the viewers. 
Like that's it's all people are doing stupid things for clicks and views and all that kind of stuff, which is outrageous. And why would it, it's you it's that? no different, Gary? It's no different. They used to do the same thing when news cameras would come by, and they would get those live. They would do and stuff they were like dumb this. So it's no well. different. They were dumb. No, they're as well still dumb. Too. I'm just trying. Yeah. You making it seem as if the the rise of the internet and social it's, media is the reason. No, it's put a heightened to it because now people get paid oh, okay. for doing dumb things. Yes. There's a difference. You weren't getting paid to be on if you did it on the TV. You're getting paid now by clicks. You got the whole guy who was walking in to people's houses and stuff over in England. He's a TikToker. He pray, he just walked in open and he's getting paid off that of, of doing of trespassing into somebody's house. That's wild, Gary. Now yes. I've seen this guy. Yeah. That's wild. Like taking over the bus, the train, or whatever. And like you're yeah, doing I've things that guy. you literally could get shot and killed for, and you're doing it yes. for a prank. To and then for clicks. That's that's dumb. <laughs> so that's that's a that that brings me to my next question for next week that we can kick the podcast off with, Gary. And we'll give everybody a little heads up on next week podcast question. Um in the event that you're getting pranked and you defend yourself and said prank and later find out, should you get charged? No. So like, for example, you're saying if somebody, if somebody was pranking you say, Hey, I'm going to do something to you and you defend yourself. Should you get yes. charged? No. Yes. You don't know it's a prank. Okay. Yeah. Even if they say that it's a prank before you do it, like you're hot. Cause I've seen so many pranksters, Gary, I literally I have and I and I can't make this up and this is the this is the truth. This is the truth. Uh and then it's going to push us to probably another podcast question. But if I I I've seen a guy that was cracking a joke and then this guy grabbed him and when he grabbed him he was like, "Hey man, it was just a prank. It was just a prank." At that point, Gary, at that point, I've told you that it's a prank. It's not real. I've told you. Told you it's a prank. You now, anything after that, you can be charged for. I'd say no. Oh, that's wow. Because that's again, people can just say it's a prank and it not be a prank. Like again, that's wild. That person weird. doesn't know. Don't prank somebody. You don't. You don't want them to re- to uh to uh what's the word I'm looking for uh retaliate with. You don't want them to retaliate. Don't okay. prank them. Okay. All right. I guess that'd be a great that would be a great place to end it right there. <laughs> if you don't want to get killed or you don't want to get shot or stabbed or beat up or 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 get into a fight, don't prank people. Don't prank people is what Gary's saying. It's just that simple and easy, huh, Gary? But now I know that if I now, prank I'm, you, when I'm saying prank, get, there's oh, difference. Like a prank, like a a harmless prank is different than like the pranks that uh, we were we're talking about. If you walk into somebody's I'm, I'm, house and their kids are there and you get shot, you deserve to get shot. Like, okay, there's a difference. Okay. Like now, if you prank somebody with a whoopee cushion, that's a whole different thing. You're not, you're fine. You don't deserve to get shot over a whoopee cushion. That's a prank. There's limits. Well, see, this is what, this, this is where I'm coming from, though, Gary. I'm coming from a standpoint of, I don't think you should be messing with people that aren't messing with you like complete strangers a prank is you harassing people 
that have no idea who you are, what you're doing, and why you're doing it. Well, so regardless of what kind of prank it is that you're doing to them, I can take it how I want to take it because I don't know you. But what if you don't know if it's a prank? So, like, example, you spray fart spray in an elevator and people get on the elevator, and it's just like you farted in there. They don't know that you're pranking them, but right. you're that's, pranking that, them. But that's what I'm saying, though. you saying that the harmless pranks shouldn't matter, and I'm telling you that they matter just as much no, as I'm the saying, How would you know that you're being pranked during that, though? Oh, because I'm, a tell, I'm telling you when you get serious that you're being pranked. Yeah, but I'm saying, okay, if you get on the elevator, so elevator opens, you walk on, and a guy mm -hmm. lifts his leg and, like, does a fake fart but it's, and uses a fart spray. Like, you're going to think it's just a fart. You're not going to think it's a prank or anything like that. How are you going right. to, when you when are you going to think it's a prank unless they tell you or they act some kind of way? Then that's when it's going over the line. If they just did it in, like, its own thing and you had no idea, then that's a whole, then that's different. I, but I don't understand why that would be a cause for you to want to put your hands on no, me. No, it or wouldn't. Cause that's what I'm conflict. saying. There's, I think there's times where there wouldn't be conflict from a prank, is what I'm saying. I think there are I, plenty I, of pranks. I don't know, Gary. Conflict. But you're not going to get, you're not going to raise your hands if somebody farts in an elevator. Because you do that all the time. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. And you, that's going to be a great place to end. You do all the time when we get on the elevator. I, I have no, what? I don't have an elevator in my house, Gary. <laughs> You're such a liar. And right there is where we're ending it. Thank you guys for joining us again on another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Don't forget, next week when we kick it off, we're going to talk about what, Gary? What was the podcast know. question for next week? Huh? Do you have remorse for something? <laughs> we'll see. I don't really care. We'll talk about it next week. Thank you guys for listening to us. We out! You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage.